again for another week at the barbershop. I'm your host, Mark Gray. Joined today by a guest. Welcome back to the show, William Butch West. What's good with you, brother? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, man. The man behind the glass, the man who makes everything happen, the producer, the man of the hour, A1. How you doing, brother? DJ is out on assignment right now, so he's covering, he's actually covering the NBA Finals for us. <laughs> Live from his hotel room, wherever he is at, he is on assignment covering the NBA Final Four. So, so DJ, man, we appreciate you out there working hard for the barbershop, uh, bringing back that inside, inside scoop. You know what I, I've been meaning to ask A One? You, you see the guy that they always show on Golden State with the afro, the blowout. I'm like, every time I see the dude, I've been meaning to ask. I'm one, I want to ask Black if that's the guy. Remember Black had the inside scoop about the guy who was over breakfast Said that he was uh, the one who said to start Iguodala last year And remember we were like, who, the red, and he was like, okay, maybe he's not the equipment manager I don't know who he was, he just made, Black made up, there was some random guy I was like, it's gotta be that guy, yo Because that, that, I see him all the time, and I'm like, he looks like somebody that Black would just make up a story about And say that he was the guy Well, that's the dude who didn't catch Curry He didn't catch Curry He, he saw, didn't catch Curry the, the weirdest thing is that you can, I watch Golden State games all year long You see that guy in every, every yeah. single game Like, he, no he matter, just, he gets on, he's on television more than people who are on the team. Something in his contract demands his camera time. <laughs> right? I mean, he's on TV he, all of the time. You see him more than James Michael McAdoo. Yes, you do. By a lot. <laughs> By a lot. Um, quick, real quick before we get into the NBA Finals, a sports icon, legend, and a lot of people throw that word around lightly, but he is, you know, he is what they call the he's the greats want to meet him. You know what I mean? And we lost the sports world, lost Muhammad Ali, and more than the sports world, the world. world. Lost Muhammad Ali and uh, Butch. I'll let you go ahead and start off first. What, what do you want to say about the passing of one of the great ones? Man, champ been sick for years, and and you just saw as they as as you you know they sneak him on TV every now and then, or sneak him on you know just some type of camera time for him. You just saw that oh, the champ was sick, and uh, the best thing you could say is you know the champ's not suffering anymore. Nobody's known as the champ. Not Sugar Ray, not Jack Johnson, or, or any of the old heavyweights, or any of the new guys, Floyd. Ali's known as the champ. When you had that type of moniker, man, that's, that's greatness. We lost greatness. The thing to me that sticks out the most is that while this guy is, by all accounts, one of, if not the greatest boxer and heavyweight champ we've ever had is that his life and everything that everybody talked about in his passing nobody even mentioned boxing and to me that's a great measure of a great man that you can that you can be known as the greatest boxer of all time and that that doesn't define you 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 know what i mean when michael jordan you know whenever it is his time passed they're gonna be talking about him as a basketball player and that's it nobody's gonna be talking about how they're gonna talk about basketball and shoes you know what i mean and that's it um, not a knock on Mike, but just saying, how many people do you know that they could reach that level of greatness in their own profession? And, you know, to think about it, that's not even what they're defined as. You know what I mean? And that in itself is just amazing that how much, how to, for him to be that great of a boxer and that be a footnote on his resume, that's pretty impressive. That means you lived a hell of a life. And to see the people that came out, that's how you mean you know you're great. When you see those type of people come out, I mean, like Billy Crystal. Former President Clinton. Bill Clinton, right? You know, what I mean, all just all just, walks of just, life. Just people. Will Smith. Will Smith was a pallbearer. Yeah. Like, like, just think about where he's at status-wise in life, whereas 
he's humbled to somebody else. Like when you see guys like Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson crying mm-hmm. at a funeral, mm-hmm. that just shows you the level of impact that the great Muhammad Ali had on the world. Not just sports world. Yo, people don't know Muhammad Ali freed hostages. Right. Like that's something that's so glossed over. Over the past week, the amount of stories that I heard were just unbelievable. And I saw uh Bill Lampley, is it Bill? Is that his first name? Jim Lampley. Jim Lampley. Jim, Jim Lampley. Lampley was telling a story, and he literally was in tears. Yeah, he cried. And, and he was talking about how it, he babysat his daughter for him. When they were, and, and it was just like, wow. Think about that. He's like, I'm looking for somebody to watch my daughter so I can run some errands for two hours. And he said, Muhammad Ali said I'll watch him. And he didn't just say, like, you know, put him over there, and I'll make sure nobody kidnaps her. He said she, and he not only watched her, he entertained her. Yeah. So he did magic tricks for her and, and, and told her jokes. For two hours while she, you know, while, while Jim Lampley's out there, you know, taking care of his errands and stuff and stuff like that, you know, stories like that. And like you said, the freeing the hostages. And there's just so many different stories that came out. And that's the thing is that none of them were about boxing. Yeah. Nobody was talking about the time he, you know, he won this fight or the time he won that fight. It was all stories about, you know, life changing events and just how powerful of a, of a man and a human being he is. And, um, uh, taking a stance like he did back then when it was very un, unpopular and just how many of these guys, that he opened the door for to allow them to be who they are, the T.O.s and the, the Chad Johnsons. We don't have any of that without no. Muhammad Ali. Floyd, you know, Floyd is not making half a billion dollars if it's not for the likes of Muhammad Ali paving the way. And, and then to think about three years that he took off his career. Three. That was big because, all right, we live in an era today where you ask ten people on the street who's a heavyweight champion of the world. Nobody. You're lucky if one or two. Can. Right. Back then, to be the heavyweight champion of the world, you're up there with, like, president of the United States, mm-hmm. the queen of England, you're like, you're like the king of the world, and right. he was willing to give all of that up, like for, legit, for, the money, the fame, everything. To sit for, in jail, not to even sit yeah, at home. for jail, yeah. He's willing to sit in jail. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's stand, definitely a stand-up guy. I mean, being as a guy who served in the, in the military, um, I still applaud him for what he did then. As patriotic as I am, probably if I was, and I, you know what, I don't even think I can say I would have done it. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't even want to diminish that to say, you know what? I would have done the same thing. I don't know. I know. I, I don't know. If I didn't, I didn't want to go, but my other option is jail. I mean, it, no matter what it is, if your other option is jail, you, you go with whatever. That's, I mean, I, 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 think, I, mean. I think, I, I think that's what many so probably, probably what I'm trying to say. Like, like, that's so ballsy, man. Like, to just say, no, I'm no. not going. Right. Well, the thing that struck me about that was the way he, just said it was like you guys won't even fight for me mm-hmm. in this country and you want me to go out there and and, and fight for you and, and you won't even you know i can't even and you said those people over there never did anything to yeah, me yeah never did anything to, to me Congress. but I, I go down the street I, i'm the heavyweight champ i can't use the same bathrooms the same water fountains can't you know i don't have a hotel where i can go to you know and the story that was told in his biography that i read and it was sort of touched on in the movie but you really had to pay attention to the movie to see that it happened so he went to the actual draft when they called he actually went down there and he said they called him Cassius Clay when they were about to induct him into the army they called him Cassius Clay and he said that right there let him know the country cared nothing about who he was as a person whereas you can't even call me Muhammad Ali. I've told the whole world 
my name has changed. And he said, you know, he 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 didn't really know that he wasn't going to do it all the way up until he didn't do it. And he said they called him Cassius Marcellus Clay, and he was just like, that was it. Basically, that's it. Great man, great man. Um, moving transition from out of that. Um, just yesterday, I believe it was, or today, yeah, yesterday, Fletcher Cox signs for a hundred. Well, we, the number doesn't even matter. The the number that matters is the guaranteed sixty three million, which is the highest paid ever to a non quarterback. Um, and it's a little eye popping, is the word I want to say. Um, sometimes you just wonder. Me personally, for myself, I don't have Fletcher Cox in the Sue range. I don't. I don't have him on on the same page as Indomitian Sue. And the Dolphins paid Indomitian Sue uh, King's ransom. And how exactly did that work out for them? You know, and that, and that's not even a knock on Sue. That's just that you don't. And that's just that I don't think that's how that works. And um, again, not sure what the Eagles are doing. And to be honest with you, the Eagles offseason just keeps getting more and more bizarre by the day. Can you say what you said about Indomitian Sue? What did the Dolphins get? Got nothing out of. Can you tell any one of you two guys, I really respect both of you guys' sports knowledge and opinion. Can you tell me the last big name defensive player that got money on the front seven? What have, what has they done, have they done in the NFL? Front seven. Front seven. JJ? What is this? What has he done for his team? Maybe got not. Got to the playoffs. Oh, let me, let's say that. Maybe. Tell me the, those, the teams they play on, how good they are. JJ Watt got his team to the playoffs. As an eight and eight seed? As an eight and eight team? Uh, on a team that. They were nine to seven on a team that's god awful. Might might add you not one single offensive weapon outside of uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not paying defensive linemen or linebackers. I think that's one of the most ludicrous things the NFL teams. You can find those guys in the third, fourth round when it's time to pay them. You ain't find JJ Watt in the third round. You, but what? So he's I been to playoffs. He's been to playoffs one time since he's been in the NFL. Nah, more than more than that. I mean, he just got his money. Can we look it up? And can we, can we get a chance? I mean, we'll come back I mean, to him. And, and again, I mean, he's, but then what position would you pay? Quarterback. And I'm not it. paying anybody that's not touching the ball. So quarterback, so what do you do with the rest of the money? You gotta give it to somebody. Uh, you, you figure it out, you develop, get, get a lot of good players, serviceable players. So just, hundred, only hundred million dollar my t- player on my team would be my quarterback. That's it. I, I, you know, I, I get, I get what you're saying. I definitely get what you're saying. But on the flip side, I'm, I'm not paying a wide receiver. JJ's game, JJ Watt's a game changer player. To, against, to, to do what? what what is that equaling to wins success for his team? I can tell you what. The Broncos could have won that Super Bowl without Peyton Manning. They were not winning that Super Bowl without Von Miller. All right. So those, so they only show up in those type of games? So I guess that's, that's what it's about. <laughs> those type of games? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Listen to me. Listen to me. So. That goes how, to the how, vault. How, in those type of games? How long has Von Miller been in the NFL? No, I, I had a, I had a, I had a follow up. How long has Von Miller been in the NFL? Four or five seasons. Four or five seasons. And he, and his best game was the Super Bowl, which is great. Yeah. Really? No, here's my thing is that when you're, when you're the defensive coordinator and you, and those type of games, we'll call them Super Bowls. Man, I like to call them that. that. And (laughs) I like to call them Super Bowls. But when your job is to go up, if I'm a defensive coordinator and I'm going up against Cam Newton and those type of guys, yes, I need a JJ Watt. I need a Von Miller. And if, cause if you don't, you saw what happened to the teams that didn't. He ran right through them. And now we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers led teams, which you'd like to pay. Mm-hmm. Carson Palmer. Mm-hmm. The, you know, these, these are MVP candidates ran right through their teams because they, because those teams did not have a Von Miller, a JJ Watt, or whatever the case may be. In this league, if you can't stop people, 
you're not going to win Super Bowls. Because Peyton, what Peyton manages, I will essentially say by being kind, the Denver Broncos just won a Super Bowl without a quarterback. Peyton Manning was not the quarterback in the Denver Broncos. Exactly. So, I mean, they essentially just won a Super Bowl without a quarterback. They won a Super Bowl with pure defense. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, trust me, I get what you're saying because I do think Von, J.J. Watt on a team by himself, you know, no, he's not. That, that's not going to do it. Same thing with Ndamukong Sue or any of those players. No, absolutely not. J.J. Watt, if now let's say Clowney develops into what he's supposed to be and uh, whoever else the cases may be, then you now become, if you're going to have a defense, if you're going to have one of these bum quarterbacks as your quarterback, your defense, you better be a good defense. How long have you been waiting on Clowney? Uh, since, not, since that hit. <laughs> I mean, I, Clowney, I just, college. I, trust me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you're not, you, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that Clowney's gonna be what he was supposed to be. Uh, I think his is, uh, the injuries, it's a shame. He just never. That's what happens to them guys, though. I mean, it's a shame. That's my, what happens. My argument, the reason I don't like paying those guys that kind of money, the quarterback money is, historically, when you get these defensive that have this historic season, whether it's that 2000 Baltimore Ravens defense, your Bucks defense. Right. This Denver defense, they have that one great season, and it rarely translates to the next season. Yep, it's not so. It's not like five years. Yep, you know, just dominate half a decade of destruction. That's what I'm saying. It's one season, and but I'd rather go the Patriots route because the Patriots that, always have a great defense. The Patriots are the best they, they, organization. Not anybody hundred million dollars. No, nope. that that I, no argument here. Couldn't agree with you more. On that I don't that know why. Absolutely right. But the reason that those defenses don't happen, and to your point, is because while these defenses are great, we'll take apart. We'll say mine because that's the one I'm most familiar with. You gotta pay those guys. So, Eventually. so that's why you can't, you, you're not gonna, so it's not to say that that Ravens defense or Bucks defense wasn't great for five years. They weren't intact for five years. You know what I'm saying? Once, once you do this, we're, we're, we're seeing it happen over there in Seattle. Seattle had a great defense. Guys need to get paid. And the fact is, is that you can't afford to pay. Once you start handing out quarterback money to non-quarterbacks, somebody's gonna be the, somebody gotta go. Somebody has to go. That's the point. So, so you know, in our team, it was, you know, Sap got it, and then, you know, Derek Brooks. You can't pay Sap and Brooks and then expect Ronnie Barber needs to get paid. Lynch needs to get paid. You, you know, and everybody can't get paid. So I definitely agree with you there in terms of you're better off doing it the Patriots way where while you're still good and you still have plenty of production, we're going to get two draft picks for you. Yeah. And you can get your money somewhere else. Bye, Chandler Jones. Yeah. Uh, Willie McGinnis. I mean, McGinnis. A whole bunch of names. You know, and you're going to do that wherever you are, and we're just going to have you know young players and, and still win, and still be in the still be in the in the final four. I don't have a problem with that. I, I think have a I don't, problem with that. Why don't more teams in sports emulate the Patriots and the Spurs? They're always there. They're always there doing it their way. Why don't more teams emulate? Because once you're there, like the Cleveland, if you're a Cle- let's just say Cleveland or one of these teams that's traditionally at the bottom, and we see it here all the time. Is that it's all about making splashes. What are we doing this offseason? What are we doing this offseason? You don't have to look any further than one mile away right here. Yeah. And that's what you do every year. It's, you know, last year we were three and three, three and 13. We're going to have to do something. What are we, what are we going to get fans excited about? We're oh, sell tickets. So let's go get Deshaun Jackson. Let's go get, you know, whether it's, you know, a Fletcher Cox, go get a Endomican Sue. You got to sell the fans something. All right. At, at the end of the day, it is a business. So sell me sell wins. Something. Sell me wins. But you can't sell if you're a bad team, i.e. the Dolphins or whatever the case may be. You can't say, "Come see us next year." We have seven guys you've never heard of that we added. We added a lot of death. My, and you my, say, "Who?" People don't. Sports fans don't know. You know, avid. You know, the, the, the diehards. Yeah, and they're there anyway. But the guys, if you want to sell up a hundred, if you want to fill up a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand seat see. stadium, you're gonna need some names on the billing. Now, if you have Tom Brady, that's that sells the seat by itself. So let's not act like that. While the Patriots don't have, they still have Tom Brady. And he by himself is selling a hundred thousand. That, that, that's, that's my point. If you now, can't get that position right, 
when did your team get good? I mean, let's say, when did your team get, I'm even going to say good. You guys are respectable now. What, what happened that led to you guys becoming respectable? Getting the franchise quarterback. That's it. Boy, that's, that's what makes things look good. That's yeah. my point. No, I, I, I don't, I'm not paying anybody who doesn't touch the ball 85 to 90% of the time. I'm not paying anybody. I'm not paying Des Bryant. I'm not paying Julio Jones. I'm not paying. Let me ask you this. If they pay Von Miller and Broncos don't make the playoffs next season, is anybody shocked? No. It's, it's, it's what happens. No, but I, I it's think. It's the norm. But the Broncos, if you don't bring back, because they won on defense. Like, for example, the Ravens, after they won their Super Bowl, if they were just like, we're not paying Ray Lewis. Like, are you serious? <laughs> what I mean, like, you'd be out of your mind. Let me counter you. If you just let him walk, then what are you doing? The Broncos pay Von Miller. Who won't they pay next year? You get that's that's how it happens. Like MG said, the the Seahawks, Seahawks are in my division, and I, when they won the Super Bowl, people were saying Dynasty, Dynasty, Dynasty. I say no, these guys are in contract years. What do you got? I mean, people's people watch so much First Take and all these other sports shows, and they hear things and they regurgitate it. So the Seahawks are going to be a Dynasty. How? They want a defense. Now they got to start paying guys. So then they pay Sherman. Can't pay um my man. Tight. Uh, excuse me. The safety guy was out there hitting everybody. Um, Earl Thomas. Bam, bam, Cam. Cam. Oh, Cam. Yeah. And Cam hold. They say he gonna hold out again this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got and and, and then you uh, Cam held out to what week three? And I, th- I think those days of having those dynasties though, and that's why I think it's 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 next to impossible because in order to have like you said, it's always going to be breakout players, and they want to get paid. And the thing is, in a sport like that, I don't see how, like, I'm not mad at it. I don't think anybody's mad at you when you're like, I need to go get paid, period. Especially when a lot of these guys, how many times we see the best player on the team, i.e. a Russell Wilson out there making 700000 Get paid. Would anybody be mad if he's no. like, forget this. Like, and, and, I don't and, give a damn about nothing. Like, and he got his ring yeah, like, that, That's ridiculous that he's out there making, you know, less than a million dollars a year as a starting quarterback on a Super Bowl team. So, I mean, it's it, that that is hard. But that being said, I don't think that your team is better. You ask yourself, would the Patriots do this and the chances not a shot in hell? Are they paying uh one of those guys? Now I do I am a firm believer if you have a one of one, there are every position has a one of one. Whereas though like I get up with your rule and you understand not paying defense. To me, guys like JJ Watt, he's an exception to the rule. I would never pay a tight end. Gronk is the exception to the rule. Gronk's gonna win a team. Huh? He touches the ball. Yeah. Gronk touches the ball. J.J. Watt doesn't touch the ball, and this no, is what, something special. Right, but you know what J.J. Watt does touch? The quarterback. And, you, and if you want to win a Super Bowl in this you can, league, and you, you need to be able to stop the quarterback. Yeah. You go back and you look at all your last passes, your Super Bowl winners. What do they all have in common? Pressure on the quarterback. Tom Brady looks, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, except for when? When there's pressure on Tom Brady, period. You can you can load up your team with quarterback and offense and enter shootouts all day if you want. Unless you have, and you know what I mean. If that's if that's your plan is to go and outscore somebody, good luck. You're not going to win a Super Bowl. Nobody, it just doesn't happen. Oh, okay. You have to be able to pressure the quarterback. Let's let's look at our sack leaders from last year. JJ Watt, seventeen and a half. Texans. Mm-hmm. Khalil Mack, fifteen. Raiders. Mm-hmm. And Ezekiel Ansah, fourteen and a half. Detroit. Well, all, all three of those teams have in common. I mean, that's fine, but you you can do they that. They make the playoffs. They made the playoffs this year. 
Yeah, Texas won it. They oh, they, that's right. That's right. That but, terrible but the game. point is, is that I mean, you can. My I apologies. Can, my, I, can, I had a great point in my head. <laughs> you can do that and pull up and be like, let's pull up the the top receiving things and and, I, and then pull up these guys who don't who I, I, I aren't doing pay, anything. Don't pay them catching, either. Catching the balls and doing absolutely nothing with them. I mean, you can do the same thing as like, look at these quarterbacks. They're not doing anything. You know, I mean, but look at if you. Uh, that's just where you I have mean, to th- start there. Th- those are numbers. Like I said, when when it comes playoff time, what do we start talking about? We stop talking when it comes playoff time. We're talking less and less about quarterbacks. And we're more talking more about, about defense. defense. Yeah, I agree there. I agree there. We're, we're agreeing about – that's what we're talking yeah, we're about. There. We met in the Super Bowl was the number one defense and the number two defense. And that's why I went with – that's why I went with – that's why I went with – That's not a coincidence. And I went with the team who had the better defense. You know, when, when the smoke settled and, and it wasn't, you know, the high-flying action, very, very, very rarely is, you know, the greatest shows on turf. And, and matter of fact, when we played the greatest show on turf, we're the one who stopped them and because of defense. You're not going to – you know, when Kurt Warner and them was scoring 40 and 50 points, we held them to nine. Defense. Defense. Three and out. That, uh, three and out. Undefeated. Three and out. Yeah, uh, three and out. That's that's what you're gonna do. And they always say when the number one offense meets the number one defense, the number one defense wins. So you got to get pressure on people. But I mean, I understand. Like Seattle versus that Broncos team that was putting up 50 points a game. Right. Mm-hmm. No, they punched him in the mouth. Yeah. Punch him in the mouth. And that 19 and <laughs> that 19 and one Patriots team. How do they beat them? Straight handed them boys. Tyler Dega package. Go in there and have Tom Brady running for his life. So if you're gonna win, you are gonna need that. The point is, is that. Defensive tackles, like the Eagles aren't a defensive tackle away from the Super Bowl. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, 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 that's what I'm saying. And now, and now, and now you handicap your team. You handicap your franchise. You get Fletcher Cox, 63 million. So now when it's time to get, build up your team to the important positions, that, that, that offensive tackle, that offensive guard, that you just might be right there and needing, you can't go get him because you gave Fletcher Cox 63 million. Guaranteed. I agree it's with just, you there. It's, it's, it's asinine how, how NFL but everything, teams but think, what, what the Eagles are doing right now as a whole, though, that's they're 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 tripping all the way across their offseason. Just gets more and more puzzling. Um, real quick before we get into the NBA Finals talks of Jimmy Butler, Mavs. Um, excuse me, uh, Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Here, here's what I have to say about that, <laughs> and 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 it's the conversation to the point where it's almost getting re- repetitive now, but. Jimmy Butler, the Mavs are a good, young, up-and-coming team, right? Jimmy Butler's a good, young, up-and-coming player. And you would say to yourself, wow, they make a good match. But let me tell you something. As long as they're in the Western Conference, who cares? Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like now, the Mavs. Let's go be, a, let's go be an AFC. You put the best case scenario. Let's go be an AFC. And that's the best case scenario. That's the best case. You know, you put the Timberwolves with Jimmy Butler in the Eastern Conference, they're as good as the Raptors. There's no reason for to say that they've got just as good a shot as anybody to be in an Eastern Conference final where they'll lose. Unless you say to yourself, is Jimmy Butler on the on the um, Timberwolves? As long as Golden State's out there, as long as the Spurs are out there, as long as OKC is out there, as long as the Clippers are out there, as long as to that point though, they're not beating any of those teams, so it doesn't matter. They'll be they could be Memphis. Golden State kind of came out of nowhere though. No, but they were they were were, four or five seasons off of not even being. But but they when they were in the playoffs, they were always just losing. They they They, lose a series. Four two. They were a young up and coming team. They were yeah. a young up and coming team. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson kind of came out of nowhere, but their game, their their team changing. Steph Curry, excuse me, is a unanimous MVP. Jimmy Butler's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, this is Steph Curry's what ninth season in the league now, though. No, he's got a, it's been that long. Yeah, he got drafted in. Well, he got drafted in oh nine. No, because KD been in the NFL. I mean NBA ten years, and he came after him. Yeah, he's seven the seven season. Maybe, maybe seven that might, seasons. That might be but, he's, but I mean, he won MVP last year in the sixth year. I mean, he, he, he arrived 
three or four years and got, you know, he's gotten better. Jimmy Butler's not going to be Seth Curry. No. And in the Western Conference, as long as the Timberwolves are in the Western Conference, they are going to be a nice small team. But the, the Western Conference is so top heavy that, I mean, that roster right there, I, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't even put them ahead of a, a healthy Memphis roster. And I, I, you'd put them, I wouldn't put them, it's still behind that, that Rockets team. And, without, the, without the white. Yeah. So, so you're talking about, you'd be flirting with the Portland trip trailblazers sort of. So it's like, like you said, best case scenario, everybody stays healthy. Right. So everybody stays healthy. You're looking at that seventh, eighth seat. You're down there fighting with Utah and, and you, and depending on how healthy Dallas is, Can for I, that eighth seat. I mean, you got to start somewhere though. They got a nice little, they do. Uh, first of all, Rubio's probably on his way out. Zach Levine's probably, That's gonna, DJ guy. Zach Levine's probably going to be starting for that team really soon. Yeah. The point guard. So you got Zach Levine, Jimmy Butler, um, Carl Anthony Towns, Wiggins. That's a nice little, that's a nice little squad. I mean, let me tell you something about when it comes to point guarding situation. Zach Levine, Russell Westbrook, and and Kyrie Irving make Zach Levine look like uh, Zach Levine makes them look like John Stockton. Yeah. All right, my <laughs> dude has like negative assists, literally like negative assists. He'd be hard He's all about getting his shot. He'd be hard pressed to find somebody who passes less. Then Zach Levine. Let me get my shot. Guard, all right. So he gets buckets though. He does get buckets and he can fly. He can. He does have the. He can literally say he can fly. But other than that, I mean, we already talked longer than I think we need to talk about that. The point is, is just um, you know, if it were to happen, you know who will win in that trade? The Bulls. Who are they thinking of sending to the Bulls? Did, that draft pick. players and a fifth pick. And but the Bulls said, it, but the Bulls have already said we're not getting Andrew Wiggins. Y'all can keep it. Basically giving them the big hoo ha. Yeah, they're not getting up Andrew Wiggins I, 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 or I, any of their young. I players. think I think being a six to eight seed in the West, you in might as well play for play for the play, play for the lottery. In a six to eight seed in the West, just 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 play for the lottery. Some the, the thing is, if I'm in a Western Conference, I definitely look at the East and like it's just I look at teams like the Raptors and the and the Bobcats, and I say to myself, nobody wants to hear it, but I say it's not fair. You know what I mean? I'm like I, the Timberwolves, the Jazz, like. They're, they're good teams. Sacramento. You got DeMarcus Cousin, Rondo, like you, and you don't, you're irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like, you just look at it and the Timberwolves and you got all these young players and you're irrelevant. And then meanwhile, play for the lottery. You're watching the Toronto Raptors play in the conference finals. You're like, they're not even good. A six seed, a seven seed, an eight seed has never won the NBA finals. Don't waste your time. I know sports is a revenue sport, but I'm all about getting better. If you can't get me past, if you're, if I'm paying you all this I think money, six seed is one and one NBA finals. Where? I'm pretty sure they have. Okay. Matter of fact, I believe the Rockets were a six seed. Yeah, when they played, uh, yes, they were. They were the Rockets, and I and I think one of those Lakers teams that Shaq, the Shaq and Kobe were almost a six. I think also. we were a fifth seed that year. I think we were six. I think they were a six seed one of the years. But go, but go we'll figure it out. Right. Um, I just think you might as well play for the lottery. Damn, the whole playing for the lottery. Play for the lottery. You you you're not beating a one or or two. That's like seventh and eighth for sure. Seventh and eighth has been done what once, maybe right. twice. Right. Play for the lottery. <laughs> Play for the lottery. Play for the, those four extra games. Guys, not even there. They already booked their vacation time. James Harden was already had. All, James Harden was pissed. I mean, they were they were mad at James Harden when he hit that shot against uh Golden State. Like, dude, man, that was about him. Like, dude, come on, man. We we already got flight reservations, and here you are. Here you yeah, are. Extended stuff. Here you are. Want to hit now, shots? Now I gotta change tickets. We're supposed to fly out of Houston. <laughs> I was saying. Now, now, now we're gonna have to fly out. Of here you go. Here you go. Hitting shots. Your team has already checked out, man. Just, just stop. Don't waste your time. Know your fans' time. Know your coaching. Know your coach's time. 
Okay. Get them playoff bonuses, but okay. Let's go. Let's go get into the um. Let's go get into the NBA Finals and Woo. let's see where where we would like to start with. Let's just go in a nutshell the whole Draymond Green situation. I know you've been very vocal about it on me? on on. on yes. Yeah, so go yes. ahead. What? Let me hear what your point is. My point? Because I, honestly, I'll be honest with you. I've been reading your post and I, I don't even know what your point is. I think. So, I, okay. My so point is. My point is this. I don't excuse what Draymond did. He deserved to be suspended. But the moralists, the sports moralists, have pissed me off. All of us, in some way, shape, fashion, or form, have played the sport at some level. Well, I don't even care if it's Pop Warner. You are not allowing a man to step over you, your head especially, while you're sitting up. That's fine, but... If you weren't out there kicking um Stephen Adams in the yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying so I, I'm I'm, I'm okay with the this, I'm okay to... with the suspension because it's the letter of all it's the rules but as Here, here, here's I'm gonna stop you before you go, go ahead. and I want everybody to stop this the NBA did not suspend him for what he did in that game no 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 so but it worked so people need to understand it no more than if I call if if it's game tight overtime and I reach in or I come across and I foul you and I get kicked out of the game I didn't get ejected for fouling you. I got ejected because that was my sixth foul. Yes, 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 okay. yes, yes, yes. So Draymond Green did not get suspended for his actions with LeBron. And, and he got suspended because that was his fourth, fifth, whatever the number is. And I was talking to those of us who've played some type of sport. We're okay. I'm fine with that. He's wrong. 100%. No questions asked. However, when we as men or athletes begin to pay that I'm on T re-roll, so Skip Beta said he shouldn't have done it, or Stephen A said he shouldn't have done it. No. Your first instinct as a ball player, if a joker steps over you on the on the as a mess, that's, and that's and that's the point I was making, MG. As a man, right. you are not gonna allow somebody to just to stand over top of you like that. No. And the first thing that's there and available to you. And I, I, and I, and listen, it could have been the leg, the thigh, or anything. He was wrong 100% because that's the letter of the law. And you don't hit, you don't go for, specifically go for a man's jewels. However, comma, you don't let no man just stand over top of you. That's just man laws. Like, LeBron basically sunned them like little boy them like we all men. That's just wrong. LeBron was so wrong, and it pissed me off seeing guys who I know played the game. Of course, nah, it was a bait. Although and, here's here's how I feel about the whole situation. One on every level, I'm okay with everybody that everybody and everything that everybody did. That doesn't mean I say it's necessarily what I would have done, but. I'm okay. Here's the here's the only thing that I'm not really okay with is LeBron doing it. Okay, let's start with that. But I'm okay with Draymond Green saying, "Get off me." I in my head, I like to think that that wasn't what he was aiming for. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, "Get off me," and that's what's above me. That's what's there. 
I, that I can accept. And you just putting your hands up and being given off. Like, we, we've all seen the Scottie Pippen, Patrick Ewing thing a thousand times. And he's standing over him. Just, and, and we, if you're laying down, you just, your reaction is get off, you know, whatever. And if you, if you, if that's what happens to be ahead of me, then that's what's ahead of me. So that's Draymond Green's thing. If Draymond Green made a conscious decision, I'm going to stick my hand here with the intention of hitting your testicles. I'm not cool with that. And I think that's what I've been saying. I don't that think, being I don't my think said, it was a conscious decision to do that. This is the third time in two weeks we've talked about Draymond Green and somebody else's testicles. <laughs> so, I, I, I was getting up with it on time one, time two, three times. I've never hit a man in the nuts. And I'm, th- you know, for you to do it three times in two weeks, I, I'm having a hard time buying this coincidence. Now, the NBA suspended him. I'm okay with that. It was the right, right, it was right in the Don't have a problem with it. If they had let it go, they wouldn't have had a problem with that. I would like to think in an ideal world, we just chalk it up as game time, heat of situation, happen, bygones, everybody go. That being said, there is somebody whose job it is to issue flagrant fouls. Yep. And he has a job to do. And if the NBA says do what you're supposed to do, then, then you do it. I don't really have a problem. You know, um. Was that called a flagrant during the game? No. No. Okay. It was, it was a double foul. Let's play basketball. Where I have heard. Flagrant the next, two days later. What is surprising to me, and for the first time, we've, we've heard me say on the show several times, Le- LeBron fans will die for LeBron. All right, that dude—they'll give their left kidney for LeBron. The, the Le- this is the first time the LeBron fans saying they didn't think it was cool with him going in the media asking for suspension. What well, LeBron you know what fans I mean? you've been around? Oh, nah, there's plenty. Look at the ones on the train. No, 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 they told they. See, Dean, see, Dean is here. Kyle is here. Dean ain't going. Kyle is here. Dean they both were saying we we blowing it out of proportion. No, nah, I seen I seen several uh, people say I'm a LeBron fan, and that's some. You know, for lack of a better word, you know, that's some bitch shit that he did. There you go. That's, I, I, I've heard plenty of people say that. And probably people say, I'm a LeBron fan and say that that's not cool. You know what I really Dean, do? I don't think there's any, I'm, I'm pretty sure he could go to Dean's house, steal <laughs> out of his wallet and his, like, his rent money. See, Dean was, there he come. Dean, was Dean and Kyle, stuff. right? On, on, on cue. <laughs> you know, so th- that, that, that I'll say, um, I heard plenty of people say that. I don't have a problem with all the way around. I, I no. really, any which way, I wish that it was, you know, hey, let it be and let everybody play. But, you know, the fact is, is that, again, LeBron, Draymond didn't get suspended for that. He got suspended because, because uh, he accumulated that. He was that wrong. Thing. He was wrong. 100% wrong. And my whole issue was that we as sports moral- moralists, guys, when it comes to our guys, when it comes to our guys, that's when we become sports moralists. Kyle, what's good, buddy? I know he's Kyle, my man, Cowboy, funny dude. Hey uh, man, my man, my man, you after game two, my man. Real talk, this guy is the president of the yeah. Kyrie Irving and Cleveland Cavaliers fan club. President, full phrase president. He's and not only the ma- a member, a member. <laughs> not only a member, he's the president. And Dean, Dean is his vice president. All right, that's his, Dean's his vice president. After game two, with the group, everybody's talking. My man's giving us updates on the Yankees games. <laughs> Anybody see Serena lost this weekend? The Nats, they gotta close this one out. You know, talking about all kinds of stuff, you know. Anybody see the MLB draft went on today? Talking about all of that. Then Kyrie goes out there and cooks after sitting out, after doing nothing for Ice the first two back. And, and Kyle is out there, jumping around, president. I told you guys, big players coming, big stages, all, all, well, all of that. What's crazy is I talk, I talk to Ice offline, daily. And, and the humbleness that he tries to portray, in this here group, he. I looked at my phone this morning. No lie, I missed the game last. Night. I watched the game this morning. I looked at my phone this morning at six thirty. I went outside to walk my dog. I had fifty five. 
55. I'm not exaggerating. I'm, I had 55 text messages from Kyle Doman last night. When Kyrie and LeBron, because I had just been sassing LeBron all day. I called him Robin, and he's just the guy. Like, he, he's number two. Who, LeBron? Yeah, like Dwayne Wade carried him to the championships, X, Y, and Z. I had 55 missed text messages from Kyle Doman last night. He, I, it was amazing. Here's what I want to tell you about Kyle, and, and, and me and him see eye to eye on about 80 to 90% of the things. And where I was, one of the things that, I, that he said that really shocked me is, when I said that, I feel like Le- Kyrie Irving is three times the score LeBron James. It's not even close. And he legitimately said he felt like LeBron James was a better scorer than Kyrie Irving. And I don't understand how you watch these games or watch basketball and you see LeBron in a hat when, when the game is, I'm not talking about, forget point totals. Let's put the box scores down. Cause you look up a lot of these games where LeBron does nothing. You pick up the box score and this dude does a triple double yeah. pretty much in his sleep. Yeah. He'll, he'll add six points after the game is over. You know, went from 14 to 20 real quick and stuff like that. And you say, wow, you know, that was, uh, that was fast. But when, but when you see Kyrie, I mean, when you see LeBron half court set, we need a basket right now. He looks at you like, like you're crazy. Right. Yeah. Like this is not what I do. And that's, I don't even know why you asked me to do that. You, you know what I mean? Whereas though Kyrie, Kyrie gets buckets in his sleep. Kyrie is my second favorite point guard in the NBA. Cal, anybody, I guess you probably him. He's my second favorite point guard in the NBA. D'Angelo Russell being number one. But that's just my bias. Jesus. It's just my bias. <laughs> and I'm a Lakers fan. I don't have It's like my favorite. Even after that? My favorite corner, my favorite quarterback in the NFL is whoever the 49 well, Tom Brady. But anyway, listen. Kyrie is that guy. I don't. We're talking about scoring. We're talking about scoring. You can give me Kyrie over Westbrook. Yep. You can give me Kyrie over Chris Paul. Yep. You can give me Kyrie. I don't. You you put you name them. I'm going with Kyrie, and it's just not. It's not even close. Oh to wait. Kyrie. So you MG being a um a guy that doesn't like a, a shoot first point guard. How do you feel about that? I said it, and you've heard me say it numerous times. If it comes to scoring, I think that in terms of scoring, like if I'm a defender, how am I going to stop them? Mm-hmm. Kyrie, Melo. Dirk, three biggest mismatches, three be- most offensive, talented. Yeah. They can yes. score yes. any which way yes. you like it. If yeah, I'm yeah. if I'm a coach, the guy I want to draw up a scoring play for, that I say, boom, I would like to throw Dirk the ball, and it's up to your defender to figure out how the hell they're going to stop him. And KD's on the same list. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, yeah, I, I feel that he's the best one-on-one basketball player. You know, and this is not calling the moment because I've said this for years. A one, you've heard me say this, and I think he's a better because when everybody at Westbrook does the stats, I, I don't really care about the stats. Okay? Westbrook has empty stats. So yeah, Kyrie is a he's a better ball handler than him. He's a better shooter than him. He's a much better shooter than him. Okay, Westbrook is yes stronger and he can jump higher than him. That's fine. Now, in terms of now, all that being said, a one, and you know me, Kyrie could not. St- Dare be my point guard. Okay, I was gonna just Not gonna a shot that. in hell could Kyrie be my point guard. <laughs> you know what Kyrie reminds me of? Like when you think about point guards, when a point guard is supposed to be, he's not. So it's like that guy at the gym with all the muscles, all the biceps, chest, huge, no legs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's how I look at Kyrie. All the crossover, the jumper, the dribble, the da da da. Like I don't play no defense and I'm not passing. And be like, you don't got no legs, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that—that's how you look. You built like you're that guy who you're at the gym and your arms couldn't be. If they got any bigger, they probably explode. But yet you're still 
Working curl. doing curls. You're right. still doing curls. Right. Like, yo, dude, do you even have a leg day? But like, nah, I do biceps twice a day. And that's the type of thing you get with Kyrie. Like, you look like you've been practicing your ball handling. Yeah, I was practicing this morning. But like, I think you're good on the ball handling, dude. Like, you never need to practice dribbling again. No more cone drills. He, no more cone <laughs> drills. And he can dribble and he create his own shot better than anybody in basketball. Okay? And he can shoot. The dude, his defense is got off. Okay? At one point, after game three... The, the, the stat, which I mean, again, not a not a huge stat guy until they until they jump all at you. Kyrie's man was shooting eighty. The defender he was guarding was shooting eighty seven percent through three games. That's scary. Again, not a stat guy. That is un, That's not that's good. Scary. That's scary. People don't shoot eighty seven percent from the free throw line. <laughs> okay, they can't. They can't so, so, the jokers can't shoot eighty seven percent outside by themselves. Right. So that means what that tells me is that you're doing nothing. Um, again. The troubling thing for me in what I'm seeing, though, is while, again, LeBron fills up a stat sheet like nobody I've ever seen in my life. Okay, literally, he just he just fills it up. He, it's like he starts the game off with 5-5-5-5. Five, 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 five. Yeah. They, they just, he just starts it off. And I do believe that because when I'm watching that game where they're getting blown out, at the end, when they're, you know, the league, the game is over, he sneaks in he three ch- quick baskets. He chases he chase, he chase points. He chased the points. You know, you're just like, you take the ball Get that 19 up to 26 real yeah, quick. It's nobody who plays with the league. Next thing you look up and you, and you see it. Absolutely. And you look up and you see 27's not in. But like, that's not what happened. Yeah. I watched the game. That's not what happened. Nobody, said, nobody does that better. I'm starting to see a lot. To me, the more telling thing now in this finals that I'm seeing is, is that he gladly defers to Kyrie. And now the question becomes, what people will say is, he hands it to Kyrie and then he doesn't get the ball back. When you hand the ball to Kyrie, when you hand the ball to Westbrook, when you hand the ball to Steve Francis, when you hand, you know the ball not coming back. No. All right. So when he hands the ball to Kyrie, it's not saying, here, Kyrie, you dribble around and set me up. No. He hand, Every time you hand the ball to Kyrie Irving, Kyrie looks at you and he says, are you sure? Ky- You're sure. This is what you want to do. He because looked, once I got it, it's, like, it's not coming back. It's like that kid. Go get it. Right. No, absolutely. Do you. So, and, and, and the thing is, I'm glad you say, what I'm, what I'm seeing is I see LeBron, he gets the board and he comes down and he, and that's what he says. He tosses it to him. He's, do you, young fella? Do you? And, and then if LeBron passes, you watch when he gets LeBron, gets the ball back. What is he doing? All right, and my he, turn. He's looking, he's, no, he's looking for somebody else to get the ball to. <laughs> I mean, if you watch the game, LeBron is really deferring, really big time deferring, like big time, consciously. Deferring. And you give the ball to Kyrie, you know what Kyrie is going to do. And Kyrie, Kyrie is amazing. I, this, I'm really baffled why all this hoopla really about last night. Because to me, all you these people talking about, right. To me, that, what that lets me know is that you don't watch. That's, and that, that's, said, that's what I'm said, saying. I said it today. I said it today. Cause, Cause so, you were surprised Kyrie could score 40 points? Yeah. And, and, I, and I don't know why. Because like I said, we, t- that's to me, yes, you know what this is? Um, when when Clay Thompson went crazy in the Oklahoma City, and my manager's like, "Man, I do Clay." I was like, "Did you not know Clay could shoot?" And he's like, "Oh, no, I didn't know he shot he's like that." He's actually the best player on Golden State team. And just, he, said, he said, "You know, I didn't know he could shoot like that." And I was like, oh, "Okay, then you must not watch." You know what I mean? The only people who should be surprised that Clay you know he was Thompson in the three point contest is my wife and won it. Oh, somebody with yeah, Steph yeah, in you know, it. I mean, you do know this guy scored thirty seven points in a quarter before. Right. So again, all this, you know, wow, what about Kyrie? That's what Kyrie does. And we watched it on Team USA when when all the stars were there. Kyrie ain't referring to nobody. Mm-mm. Kyrie can get buckets. Now that being said, those same shots that we saw going in last night, he misses them. He misses them. And it's the same thing with Westbrook. Now you can win a game with Westbrook and Kyrie doing that. You can win two games 
I can tell you what you're not going to win the championship. is a championship. And, and, and the thing is, every time he has one of these games, it, it's it's almost like you can do percentages versus the percentage of people. Like, 43% of the time, you're going to make that shot. And when it doesn't go in, it's a bad shot. And when it goes in, you know, wow, that's my guy. I told you he could do that. Kyrie can hit all those shots. And as a Kobe fan, and Butch, I don't know if you're honest or not, I'm a Kobe fan. I know you're a Kobe <laughs> fan. Kobe took a ton of bad shots. A ton, you're a being ton modest. A ton of bad time. shots, okay? And now... Sometimes that 360 turnaround fade away with fade three away people from, on you from the corner goes yeah. in. After you pump uh-huh. faking six times, <laughs> sometimes it goes in. So I'm not here to say no, you can't make that. But I can tell you one thing: there was a better shot available. You, you, you know what I mean? Or a pass? Right? No, no. I mean, when I mean better shot, I mean oh. somebody else on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, trust me, that's not the best look we could have got coming down here. So and Kobe pump fake eight times. Right. So if and you, then fade away. If you get into the Kyrie business, this is what you're going to get. And if you're going to be happy with this. Then that's cool. Expect to realize expect next game, I, you're not so sure those shots are going to go in. So and what they're not going to do is go in three games in a row. My, my thing about Kyrie is, and it's about Kyrie actually, I'm partnering reps. When Duke was recruiting Kyrie, I, I'm, I'm a weird guy about high school sports. So when I see Duke's recruiting somebody, I know this is a Maryland table. So when I, Maryland hat, Maryland sweatshirt. So when I see Duke's recruiting somebody, <laughs> like, and, yeah. And I see they're really recruiting somebody, they're really hiring somebody. I say, okay, let me go spend my own money or find somewhere I can go watch this kid play. I watched Kyrie Irving. Similar to the story Mark Jackson told on game last night. Similar to, and it, and, and it was so crazy. I told my old lady, I said, listen, what he's talking about, I saw. I watched Kyrie Irving be down 15 points in the third quarter. Of a high school basketball game, playing for St. Pat's, and he said, "Okay, go get a bucket." And it's like he does this, and that's why I think us as Duke fans got cheated out of a national championship. Because if I helped the Kyrie Irving, Kale have another ring. See, this is because here's the thing: is that they won a championship without him. No, so about the year he was there when he was hurt. All he was hurt the whole March. And then he came back in, and, the and then the game, that won, that won the game he had the year before, the same team, the game he had, Nolan Smith, twenty points. Like, wait a minute, and 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 Kyrie hadn't played in two months, in his first game back, off the bench, he scores twenty, and you're like, well, there it is. And a national, and a team that won the national championship the year before was out in the Sweet Sixteen with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's not a coincidence. And, and I think, I think that that's was, K, I think that was K's, K paid him too many minutes in that game, but we, we can talk about that offline. Right, but that's not a coincidence. <laughs> Let me ask you real quick. Better Duke point guard, Kyrie or Jay Williams? While they're at Duke? I mean, I don't know yeah, how they compare them. Jay Williams. Why? Kyrie's basketball career was like 14 J- games? Jason Williams is a top five Duke player ever to yeah. me. So, I mean, it's, it's like Leitner than him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you, Grand it's Hill. not too many people you could put in Grand front of Hill and him. Maybe that's it. Jason Williams is like one of my, Favorite JJ. basketball players, Reddit. period. JJ over JJ. Yeah, yeah I think I JJ too. Period. It's, yeah, it's not. Jay Williams was the in my four years. He was of college, that. He was he was he was the best player I ever saw. He was that. Like he was he was amazing. Well, Juan <laughs> was a first team All American, and it wasn't even close. I mean, you see them two on the same court, and it's not. They're not even. We might be on the boat. Both be first team All Americans. We not the same player. No, nah, we not talking about yeah. <laughs> the, the, you was the close. you was the fifth player took. Yeah, yeah, you you was that like, you was that fifth player taking yeah, it. Yeah. Yours was a career achievement award. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. you're here. Like I'm the. Best I was that guy. Player. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. Um, Kyrie is amazing, and I, I don't. And I, if you play seven games, if you play six, if you play five games, 
Kyrie is going to woe you. I promise you that. He's going to woe you too. The thing is, in order to be on that next level, can you win a title? And and, and it, this isn't about this statement I'm about to make is not about Kyrie. It's about that style of play. Yeah. You will not win a title with one guy doing that. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think Cleveland wins a title if Golden State's not the best team in the league. I think they if they're want, playing in Oklahoma City, I want, no, easy. Want, I want you to look at these box easy scores. Yeah. Look, again box scores. You know, not to tell all. Kevin Love starter, thirty three minutes, five shots. Tristan Thompson, forty two minutes, three shots. J.R. Smith, thirty one minutes. Nine shots. Richard Jefferson, 14 minutes, six shots. Mozgov, no shots. Deladova, two shots. Mo Williams, zero shots. Shumper played 26 minutes, One four shot. shots. A four. Like, you, again, we can take the names out of it. I don't care if the, if the point guard's name is Jesus. Like, the point is, you know, there's, you need, the ball needs to move. So whether, same thing, I'd be saying the same thing if we're talking about Golden State. When their box score looks, if you look up, and when you look at their losses and you see things like Steph Curry, 23 point attempts. Clay Thompson, 23 point attempts. Uh, Green, five shots. Barnes, three shots. Like, that, that's, that's not the recipe for winning. Yeah. It's just not. And, and you know, I, I feel like, and that's a pretty much at almost any level. So again, can, you're gonna have nights like that. When you have guys like, when you have guys like Westbrook, and you have guys like Arenas, and yet there's going to be nights where it's like, man, there's just nothing you can do with that dude, period. And last night was one of them. And if him and LeBron were on the same night, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's, and, 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 and me watching the game this morning, and I said to myself, I said, man, it, it, can, how, how, how many times can Cleveland actually have both of them on the same night? 40 and 40? been kind of balling this season. That's his third straight 30 points. I was talking about the other guy. I'm talking about the other guy. I, I, I feel like <laughs> Kyrie Irving can give you 30 points three out of three and a half games. You, you know what I mean? Now, now here's the problem. It's going to be 30 shots. It's going to be a lot of shots and a lot of shots that you're not going to like. And a lot of shots with, with a lot of shots when he held the ball 15 seconds mm-hmm. on the clock. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's hero ball. It I, is what it is. It's the same thing. The hero ball term came up so many times in the last series. And it, and it's what it is. I think Kyrie would be great to watch, but horrible to coach. If that makes sense. Of course it makes sense. I think I think it, watching Kyrie on your couch or on your bed, wherever you're watching it from, you're like, damn. But I'm, I bet you Ty Lue or Coach K or 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 David Blatt or whoever the coach before LeBron got there, you're sitting there like, man, this dude don't pass the damn ball. Mm-hmm. It's he got the ball when 24 seconds on the Mike clock. Brown, it was Mike Brown. And and now here it is, ten seconds left on the clock. He still got the damn ball. And it's like you done watched him go through his legs ten times, in and out, come back, champ God, everything, everything. And you done watched the whole crossover ensemble, and ain't nobody else touched the ball. Nope. That's how I be watching Kyrie. No, nah, absolutely, and it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna, you know, he's gonna be on Sports Center. He's gonna, he's gonna have his numbers, but he's a high volume shooter. You know, he's he's a high volume shooter, and how I me. My ideal point guard has always been Steve Nash. Like, I, you set everybody up, and if all else, Steve Nash can score 30 points. Do not get it twisted. But if he's going to score 30 points, it's probably going to be on 10 for 15 shooting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what he'll I mean? Have one of those, he won't have those LeBron stats. Like, LeBron went 12 for 15. Right. Damn, he scored 30. Yeah, yeah. Damn, you know, like, that, that type. He scores when all else fails. That's why I want my point guard to shoot is after. I want you to try and run the offense and be capable of shooting. Kyrie off, Kyrie is the offense. You, you know what I mean? But come to light. Now, here's the, here's why I get to the LeBron fans. And, Dean, if you're still listening, he this did. is you. 
He's talking about LeBron. Okay. So, in half the games, it's LeBron needs help. Two days later, we're getting coached that, and you've seen this, uh, Kyrie Irving's better than Kobe Bryant. So then, cool. Now that, that's, now that we've got that out of the way, then he doesn't need any more help. That's what he said. That's <laughs> not, that's not, dude, you're laughing, one. This was said by Dean Hallenburton today. So, once we've anointed Kyrie Irving as the second best basketball player to ever live, then we no longer need to have the LeBron James needs help discussion. Because Clay Thompson nor Steph Curry is, is the one nor two greatest players to ever live. So there's certainly no reason that the number one player of all time and the number two player of all time should have tr- on the same team should have any trouble with a bunch of guys that are just happy to be in the league. My man said today, in, in public, not at home talking to his kids or, or his friends. In the shower in his hand. Yeah, like it is. Kyrie better than Kobe. What? What are we talking about? The same Kyrie Irving? With no, no, no championships, no, no, no. Could he get out the, 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 oh man. The same, the thing that was most troubling to me when the Cavs were down 0-2 was the talk again about LeBron needs more help. And, and cut it out. Before, (laughs) cut it out. Before the season, before the, um, playoffs started, it was just two weeks ago, the questions were, could they, could they go 14, could they win, could they go undefeated? Uh, when we, when, when we, when the just like you was, predicted, when once they got a, a couple losses, what was going to happen? And yeah, no, he needs more help. Yeah, exactly. He needs more help. This guy isn't that good. That guy was never good. This guy <laughs> sucks. That guy's a bum. Da 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 da. And and you know Tyrone Lewis getting out. Coaches ran. Every, every you know everything is. He needs more help. Ago. These guys. Th- th- everything was all good a week ago. This fan base, this LeBron James fan base, is scary. This is Beyonce. They're Beyonce. Yeah, Beehive. Listen, the LBI. These guys posted when Mo Williams got signed. Mo Williams was the guy. Wait a minute. When LeBron left Cleveland, you're the same guy who said, oh, he playing with guys like Mo Williams. Like, I, I, and it's like, do y'all remember? No, they don't. The stuff you guys no, say? Like, don't. I don't forget. So I hope you guys remember. And then the argument is, he makes the people better. But then, when they're not better, is he ain't got no help. He don't got any help. So I think that's the is, most overused and abused comment better. that LeBron James makes players better. Okay, so how come he didn't win a championship without Dwayne Wade? And Dwayne Wade Maybe Dwayne Wade made LeBron, LeBron better. better. Maybe we need to give Dwayne Wade, like Stephen A. said, it will first take day, is Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving is a better Dwayne Wade. What are we talking about? LeBron, the, Dwayne Wade was a champion. Before that, Before, NBA Finals MVP. Uh, oh, and, and it's one just, of the greatest Finals performers I've ever seen. Because well. Stephen A. is the leader of, of the L half. He's the leader. He's their leader. He's he their, so? he, oh yeah, this guy, the LeBron. LeBron. This guy said on TV, on national TV, that I cannot fathom having the stomach right, him watching, watching LeBron him lose. lose another final. I said, said I, 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 yeah. wow. He definitely said how, how hurt are, he was going to be. That's what, you are he said how hurt a he person was be. who talks about sports to the world. And You're you hurt. said that? And I was listening to a state radio show when they, when Aisha Curry was getting all the love. And he said, LeBron got a wife too. I said, he sounded bothered. <laughs> LeBron got a wife too. I said, man, he's too far into this. That's scary. On a side note, I can tell you one thing. If I'm Steph Curry, I tell my wife, chill. I don't want my wife being involved in nothing. Just you don't see, you don't it, see. Just this. because it, it, it has potential to get ugly real quick. She, she tweeted out. I mean, her, she just published. Yeah, the ref thing. The ref thing. And, and she, and she said, you know, the road, the high road. And she tweeted kind of was talking about LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. 
babe, don't do that because that gets real ugly real quick. So now you I got to tell you to cut your Twitter off. Because because then when LeBron says, you need to control your, you know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden. Now I got to fight. Now I got to fight 6 8 Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, babe, why don't you do us both a favor? I can ignore him talking about me. He talking about me. Cool. When you start doing that, it's like, sweetheart, can you just chill? Because once he says something, he says something about me, hey, you bitch. All right, cool. Yeah, your wife's a bitch. All right. Now. Now, you, now I'm at your locker. Yeah, right. So now, now I'm mellow. Uh, now I'm mellow. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But um, the thing is, LeBron fans with the whole, you know, Golden State's just a better team, and you, every time he loses, the other team is a better team. To which the question then becomes: So what you're saying is, if you put LeBron on a team that's better than the team he's playing, he will then win? Yeah. Which I'm gonna tell you something. Anyway, if you put me on a team where my team is better than the other team, we're gonna win. So that doesn't really make you special. What makes you special is that you put you on the team and you win. Not that you are, you know, if he's on it, if his team is better than your team, I bet you he wins. <laughs> well, I'm sitting, yeah, that's how that works. I'm sitting here Nothing laughing. special there. I'm sitting here laughing, man. And, hey, well, I don't think, cause you don't see the stuff that we see. These guys were telling me about LeBron, uh, Ray Allen and LeBron having, having lakes in their backyard. There's no way LeBron's leaving Miami. It, oh, it's whoa! It, he got a, he got a lake in his backyard, and all I could think about was watching Martin and and with the with episode with Marnell Hill. Yeah, so well, yeah. It's catfish. You got catfish. catfish. <laughs> it's catfish in the yard. Yam, yam, and that's what they were talking about. Oh, nobody wants to be in cold ass Cleveland. You going to Miami? It's South Beach, and then when he leaves Miami, uh, oh, he going back home. So why are we? Oh, oh man, I got oh. No, it, it, These it guys is. are special, man. Beyonce fans, LeBron well, fans, Ali, special. I, I'll tell you something. You know who had a better team? Him on the Heat. And everybody, the really weird thing about LeBron fans is that everybody acts like that um, finals where they played the Mavs. and didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Or the Spurs. And he ran right through them boys. Right. Ran through you, Bosh, and Wade. No, oh, oh. Be- his second best player was Jason Terry. Or oh, oh, watching, that's, oh, you took a rest of my mouth. Or oh, watching Jason Terry go on national TV and say, that won't happen again. Won't happen again. I'm God. I yeah. got LeBron. Yeah. Jason Terry's and went out there and went out, six, six, and then went out there and I played him. Right. Went out there and I played him. My man had a nine point game in the finals, <laughs> but people act like it didn't happen. Oh, they, they'll, they'll bring up. They'll bring up. That's one of those things that you look at the numbers and be like, I watched that series. He ain't scoring no damn. You know what I mean? It was like you might average seventeen. That that dude was a non factor, yeah. like a one hundred percent non factor. He was absent. He, he was he was definitely absent. Now what's going? What what are we seeing going forward? What happens now? It's so. Season's been over. Season was the series over before it started. But I mean, what six or seven? Six. Here's in the thing. Cleveland? In Cleveland, and and I, I this is pissed me off so bad about last night, but this morning for me with Draymond watching that this as as it's showing highlights in him, and you see the same plays that the Cavs ran, and you was picturing your head. Draymond would have stopped that. That pick and roll, Draymond would have got out there. And you watching Virgil stop on pick and rolls. Just complete, come to a complete stop. Here's what I want to tell you, what I can tell you from last night. Next time somebody tells me about how good a Golden State is of a team with guy in the name Harrison Barnes comes up, the conversation is over. <laughs> me and you are no longer talking. Harrison Barnes is, again, I, last year I was, I was saying, man, he could dollar wide open. I mean, of course he's going to hit the shot. Well, apparently not. No. You know, apparently there's not in your contract that you have to hit wide open shot. I've never, it got to the point that every time he shot, here's a good, here's a sign that you're not a good shooter. If you have a wide open shot and nine people run to the basket, 
You know what I mean? That nine people see you getting ready to shoot and they all run towards the basket. That means they are well aware that that ball is coming out. You're open for when, a reason. When Steph Curry shoots the ball, nine players generally go the opposite direction because they assume that that's going in. Jeff Van Gundy said last night, uh, well, Herzen Monster shot like two air balls. He said, well, the air ball, that's the hardest defensive rebound to get. And I'm thinking to myself, now when Herzen Ball is shooting and you know it's coming, I'm like, dude, he was looking bad. step in. As we said before the show, the question of who was the biggest loser in Draymond Green's suspension is clearly Harrison Barnes. Because I can tell you one thing. Whoever had their checkbook open yeah. was like, we didn't get this guy $80 million, But like, was, <laughs> get that check back. Thanks. How about, you know how about 62? Yeah. Like, get that check back. Thanks. I mean, he looked awful. And, and he looks awful. And this whole idea, we've seen, how many times have we seen that when and we saw it in the OKC series, and for all those people who doubt the greatness of Steph Curry and what he is to this team, when Steph Curry is on and him and Klay Thompson is making it rain, everybody looks great. Yeah. The, these guys come in it opens and Eagle Dollar's knocking out shots, Harrison Barnes looking great, everybody's looking great. When Steph Curry, who right now, the, he's not making any excuses, and I hate the people, he's not making any excuses, but if you watch basketball and you watch him, you know better. Something's not right with him, okay? I don't know what's wrong with him, but you can tell that he's not been himself. He's hurt. Okay, he's so hurt. and he's not asking for anybody's excuses. He's not saying, it. but that doesn't mean you ignore what you see. You, you know what I'm saying? So he's not right. And then you see once he struggles and he asks guys, "Hey man, not on my A game today." You guys get a bucket. They be like, "Clay, about that." <laughs> Clay, he talking to you. Clay, he's talking to you. Clay's like, "All right, guys, we got this one for the captain." They just be like, "Clay, you can get 25." Here's this weed thing again. Again <laughs> with the weed. What happened to the Splash Brothers? It's right. two of y'all. That's definitely, definitely what happened to the Splash Brothers, and and, that, and that's how it is. It's like you know when they're on. Yes, Harrison Barnes looks um, phenomenal. Livingston's coming off the bench. It looks phenomenal. Iguodala looks phenomenal, and, and you know all these guys look phenomenal. When you ask them to get a bucket themselves, those those three get those two or three games in a row in OKC where Steph Curry was playing god awful, Draymond Green. Six points back-to-back games. Uh, yeah, I can't do anything, really. You know what I mean? Kevin Durant's eating his lunch. Just blocking, can't get a shot off, can't do anything. Because now now that the court's not wide open, all of a sudden, Draymond, then you start to notice, like, yo, you realize dude's only like 6'8"? Yeah. <laughs> you know what Checking I mean? centers. Yeah, and then centers is out here beating this stuff up, but it's a whole lot easier to, to do that when Steph Curry's on. Again, watching these finals, I have never in my life seen a player get covered, double-teamed, at half court, I don't, every and single I, and I, and, and I time. think I think that the other people who are watching sports with us, with biased eyes, don't see that. And and the thing is, I don't I don't know how. Oh, they don't. Oh, or oh, what? He just it's a make a mislead. No, Dude, stop saying they stupid are stuff. All over him, Jr. Smith. They're when people pa- say they're passing him off to guys. Yes. So, so when people are talking about where J.R. Smith, I can tell you where J.R. Smith is. Following that dude every single. He's, he's tired. He's takes. He's, he's tired. He's exhausted. That's where J.R. Smith. You can't. You can't. You can't go Steph Curry and have a weed habit. I mean, you know, and drink Hennessy during the season. <laughs> you can't go Steph Curry and be J.R. Smith. So J.R. Smith, that's not working for him because now his habits catching up with him. When you watch when they come on the screen and they bring a screen over and there's two people, him and the screener defender both go with him. You, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's, mo- it's mainly Harrison Barnes, man. Yes, everybody. But <laughs> the, 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 it has been so clear that their game plan is under no circumstances is this guy allowed to see the basket. None. Harrison Barnes, Draymond, all of them. If your name is not, uh, Steph Curry or Clay Thompson, you, you guys can have as many shots as you like, but those two will not be allowed to see the basket. It's like, it's like, it's like a coach talking like, who the switch man? Whoever Harrison checking. Mm-hmm. Whoever, whoever's guarding Harrison, you the switch man. 
And that's why every watching, time. And that's why you're watching the first two games. These guys are just getting wide open layups. And to me, that's why I laugh at the idea when people talk about series MVP is the guy. So if three people guard me and you get a layup, you're the MVP because you made a layup. No, 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 no. Your man is guarding me. My man is guarding me, and another man is guarding me. You are not the MVP. I hope you do realize that, you know, I'm the reason that you're wide open. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So you watch these, I mean, literally, they are making sure that Steph Curry, from the crosses half court, there is not one but two people on him at all times. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen anything like that before. That's the type of stuff you'd be like, that's greatness. It's, 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 it's a person at uh, high school. Coaching high school is just is is but there I know what he's probably Tyronn Lewis telling his team make him take it out the nets. So when you're when you're when you're scoring, if anybody's watching, understand what I'm saying when that when when Cleveland scores, it's somebody right there. They're not running back. Make them take it out the nets. It's it's a simple basketball equation. Make them take it out the nets. And when they have to take it out the nets, that means he get he can't just run. Curry actually has to have to bring the ball down the court, walking it up. They're not pushing it. They're not. They're not. They're. They're. Cleveland is setting the. Every game Cleveland has won, they've controlled the tempo. Dean, give me one comment. Put, put, put your thoughts into one comment. I'm gonna give you two minutes to type up because you're saying that you're not getting the Cleveland Cavaliers voice. And for the record, I invited Kyle to come on and talk as a Cleveland fan. And they're not Cleveland fans. Stop saying LeBron. LeBron okay. I gave I gave Kyle an invitation to come on the show and defend and defend them. And after game two, uh, like many things else, uh, Kyle was, fell off the face of the earth, and I didn't hear from him. So they also everybody they got jobs then. Right, 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 right. I can't send those. Man, it's just basketball. Yeah, exactly. That's the funny part. You just be on there all day and then out the blue. Man, I got more things to do than just be on Facebook talking to y'all. <laughs> right, I got you. I got you. Dean, type up your statement. And don't make it something about basketball related. And and the weirdest thing is, guys, stop talking about Kobe. Kobe's Kobe's gone. Like I, he's, he's he's retired. He's not even playing. His legacy is done, and his, his place on the hill is is there. You know what's crazy about Dane? He has a son that's actually really, 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 really talented. And I just and I asked Dane's son. I, I worked Dane's son out last summer. I said, your father sitting around talking about LeBron yes. all day. LeBron he said he actually. Calls me LeBron, just not in front of him. <laughs> he wanted to name me LeBron. Mom said no. He still calls me LeBron when mom's I'm not I'm about his son is like really talented. And I say, you know, Kobe's the best, but better, better, better. No, he's not. LeBron. 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 One thing, one thing I don't understand about last night's game is with Draymond out, why don't you play, um, Andrew Bogut more? Well, oh, he got hurt. Did he? Yeah, he did get hurt. He you left. Know, he left. You know who I want? He's out for the year. You want to know who? Really? Yeah, I think he's uh, out. Want to know who I want? I want to know what did, what did Festus Ezeli do to piss? Steve Kerr off. When Virgil's getting one minutes to Festus Ezeli, I'm I'm perplexed. I was actually kind of wondering why we hadn't seen Virgil. I, I always like Virgil's energy. Defensively, he stinks. I like his energy. Yeah, the energy. <sighs> if he's going to run up there. There's a lot of hustle plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of that energetic stuff. Yeah, but Ezeli actually can play defense. He actually can get a stop. He they're actually they, he actually going to make you change your mind when you're coming down the hole. Whereas... They looked at Virgil as food last night. He was fooled in him. Like, okay, Andy's down there. Hey, he's one of our guys. We know what his weaknesses are. So going forward, you said they closed it out in six? Yeah. Which is what I picked before the season. I think the basketball gods punished Draymond last night. And it's like, okay, the better. You needed this. Humble yourself. And let's go out and take this off. We've seen over the last two years, we've seen – Golden State, when they get up 
man, they get complacent. I don't want to say complacent. Bored. There's been there's been several times when you you know whether it was the Rocket series and you know hey guys let's put them away and it's like ah eh, yeah you know and, and and they have the jump shooter thing where it's like it conveniently you know jump shooters you know it's going to be off nights but it's like it always seems to happen when they're up three one mm-hmm. or when the game isn't necessarily needed. important but once their back is against the wall it, it's it's dialed in and and you know those games that they lost in OKC they just look terrible you know I mean they they didn't. They didn't just mildly lose with a buzzer, and I don't care what the box score says. OKC beat them, you know, from the, from the word from the jump ball. And again, we we having this thing right now. And even in the Portland series, there were games where they just looked disinterested. And 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 to be honest with you, it's almost like if Curry's not Curry, the only person who is themselves is Clay. Yeah, Clay's always Clay. I think that's why I'd say he's the best. He's the best basketball player on that team. I think Clay, basketball player. Clay both, both sides. Clay needs to start getting way more attention and 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 credit. Than he don't. Getting. He don't have the family. He don't have the cute daughter. No, but he I don't mean, have the tennis shoe we've, deal. We, we've acknowledged Paul George, um, Kawhi Leonard. And Clay Thompson's a better player than Kawhi Leonard yes. and Paul George. Yes. And, you know, we we this is Kawhi Leonard got number two in the MVP voting. Paul George is on the cover of the, the next, next year's two K. Like, and Clay Thompson's nobody ever mentions Clay Thompson is literally known. As Steph, the other guy to Steph Curry. I see. And we're talking about a guy who's an elite. He is an elite scorer. Okay. And he's a, and he's a, and he's a, uh, and he's a real good defender. I said something a year ago and the only person to agree with me was DJ. Clay Thompson's the best two guard in the NBA. The only one, the only people that agreed with my. That last one. said that, uh, yeah, like two I'm, weeks ago. I'm he's with the that. Oh, best he's the best two guard in the, in the association. And it's, and, but he plays with Curry. He plays with Curry. He plays with Curry. His his legacy is completely different. Yeah, if he, he doesn't play. With he plays Curry. with Curry. I'm not saying he wins a ring. No, I can tell you what he he he's his, he's a 27 point a game scorer and and a lockdown defender. He yes. could go down as Pippen if they stay together their whole careers. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. In order for him to get his respect, he's going to need four or five rings like that. And and which is that that shouldn't be right because Curry has his respect now. Which mind you, I don't want to take anything away from Curry. Curry's earned every single thing he's getting. Curry is everything he is. And th- th- here's the thing is is that. If Clay Thompson and Steph Curry were on opposite teams, the debate would be who's better. But because they're on the same team and we see them side by side, night in, and Clay willingly defers the first, yeah. we don't have that debate. Mm-hmm. But if they, they each had their whole team, they, it would be divided, and there would be people, lots of people, who say Clay Thompson is a better shooter. Okay. You, you know what I mean? So Steph's a street shooter, whereas Clay actually knocks down shots. Clay locked in is as good as anything you've seen. Yeah. What Steph does off the dribble, Clay can't do that. No, 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 no. Clay doesn't have to, like I was saying, we said about three weeks ago. What Clay, Clay makes up for it. Well, he doesn't have in the dribbling to create his own shot. He makes up with the fact that he's five to six inches taller mm-hmm. than Steph Curry. So he doesn't need to create as much space. What Steph Curry is doing, creating a space, nobody's ever done. And, I, and probably and, never will either. And, and Clay has something that Steph doesn't have. Clay has that dog. Like, and you, I know that's a, a, a abused phrase to some people. Like Clay has that, whatever it is. Like you're not going to score me. You're going to really have to do your best to score on me. I'm going to guard you the entire way. I'm going to out tough you. I'm going to do that stuff. Yeah. And A lot you- of those shots that um Kyrie was hitting last night, like Clay was on him. Yeah. Like, yeah it's it's just like I'm like yo, how is this stuff the, going in? But, like, the, but then there was the one that you see where Clay literally was just like this. And they gave him an and one, and I was just like, it, it, he didn't, he did literally nothing. Yeah, he did. I mean, he was like, that. a dude made a great play. I was still there, had a hand in his face, 
crazy. Didn't touch him. Not only did a bucket go in, but y'all gave him a foul. Stuff like that is like, I'm playing great D. The guy is scoring, and you're calling a foul? That didn't happen. It's his night. I mean, what do you what do you do with that? Yeah. You can't night. do anything over the net. You know it's what I mean? Night. Bad enough that he already beat me on a play that I was in, I played perfect defense. Mm-hmm. Y'all giving him icing on the cake with an and one to go along with it. Yeah. It happens like that sometimes. It happens sometimes like that. But, I mean, Clay Thompson, we've never seen a guy other than Steph Curry. The only person who does what Steph Curry does is Clay Thompson when we're talking about a shooting standpoint. I mean, so to have those two guys on the same team, Golden State, hats off to them. They did that. But – Miss me with the from there on down. That 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 Cleveland Cavaliers team is just as talented. It's, it's plenty oh. talented. Were you in the debate? Uh, yes, the one, shooter. Yes, uh, Black, I believe Black, or it was either Black or Foy comes out there and says it was Foy. Okay, it was Foy. Says Cleveland has more shooters than Golden State, and everybody. Oh, that sounds crazy because we're so addicted to Steph Curry and and Clay Thompson. When somebody says more, by the word means to have more. Then them. Didn't say they're two better, okay? They have the two best shooters. But when you say more, it's not even close. And then when we pulled the numbers up, and I, and I was like, you know, just just since you want to go off of numbers, and that, that's what the guy said. Remember, I said, you're all over the place now because one second it's numbers, then it's not numbers. Yeah, that's what yeah, that's, that's I that, uh, You know, Cleveland had six different guys who were shooting better than 40% from the three-point line in the playoffs. Okay, and then they started naming names. Cleveland has guys. Who are in the NBA solely because they shoot, mm-hmm. i.e. Jermaine Jones, Jones, Channing Fry, Channing Fry, strictly shooters. That's what they're there for. J.R. Smith, shooter, Fry, shooter, Jones, shooter, Richard Jefferson, only there now to shoot wide open shots. I'm not gonna call him an elite shooter, but that's the reason he's there. Is 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 to hit shots. You know, so they have shoot. Kevin Love was brought in because what? He's the best shooting power forward. You know, so I mean, they have shooters. Golden State has two, and then after that, you got a bunch of guys. That I would not call, you know, I'm not calling Iggy Dollar a shooter. He's wide open, he'll shoot it. Not calling Iggy Dollar a shooter. Damn, I wasn't calling him Harrison Barnes a shooter, and not, right about now, I'm barely calling him an NBA player. You know what I mean? So, this Cleveland team is equipped to win. And if you're a, Le- if you're a legit LeBron fan, wear it. This is a, you know, going in, this is LeBron, he's got his good team, it's fully loaded, definitely doesn't, that team he had last year, got you. No way in hell he's winning with Dell Dover as the second best player on his team. That wasn't going to happen. Right now, he's there. Fully loaded stack team. The coach he wanted. The big men, Tristan Thompson that he wanted. Channing Fry that he wanted. Kevin Love is there. Kyle Kevin Love there. that he wanted. Every, everybody is there that you wanted. Mo Williams Mo that he Williams, wanted. I mean, Mo, and I don't still even understand why he doesn't get more playing time. He can, he can score. Mo Williams can shoot. He definitely can shoot. And, and Dell Dover getting way more time than Mo Williams. Yes, he does. By a lot. Matter of fact, Dell Dover, uh, Mo Williams has entered, he's walk-on territory. He, right he's he's a 20-point guy. He, only he, way he, he get in the game is if he up by 20 or down by 20. Yep. The only time he get in the game is if one of those games going on. Human cigar. That, that's what they call him. <laughs> Human cigar. When you see him, game is over. Like that cigar. <laughs> like that cigar. When you see him in the game, it's time to get the cigar. Somebody's got a cigar wrap. Somebody's losing. So, yeah, somebody's down by 20. That, that, that's, how, that's how we know. I, I'm saying I ex- if, if they come out and prepare and they're ready to go, Cleveland, I, I do expect Golden State to win in six. That's what I called. But that being said, will I be surprised at all if Cleveland comes out there with a sense of urgency and beats them? No. I, I do think that a close ball game, I don't think Cleveland can. The only way Cleveland, Cleveland's a front-runner team. Let's put of that course. way. And because LeBron's a front-runner yeah, team. Yeah, he's a front-runner, yeah. Um, Kyrie, I don't, I'm not going to put that on him. Kyrie's going to be Kyrie down 100, up 100. Kyrie's going to do what he does. It's just a matter of if that shot is going in. Same thing with Westbrook. Just a matter of if that shot is going in. 
I watch those shots that Kyrie was taking last night, and I say, if I am Golden State, I'm fine with every single shot he took. The same thing I told. I, told, I am fine I told, with I told, every single shot he took. I told Kyle that, and and I because I went to the group this morning. Get up this morning. And I went to watch the game like 8 o'clock this morning. And I said, Kerr was not adjusting to that. You're not going to right. give Kyrie right. that. You're going to give LeBron that. LeBron's not going to shoot four for eight. Right, no. I'm, I'm, absolutely. I'm, not, I'm, I'm Kerr. I'm definitely not drawing any adjustments. If, you, if you're shooting, the, like, if you shot five shots in a row and they went in from half court, I'm not going to be like, yo, we need to start picking up Bush from half court. I'm like, hell, if it's 10 of them. I'll call God me, bless, uh, call, God bless him, yo. <laughs> but I'll be damned if I'm changing my offense set to stop you from shooting from half court. No. Like, it just, like, no. I don't know what happened, but it happened. Manute Bowl hit seven three pointers in a game one time. I don't think the coach said, boy, we gotta make sure. And the next game plan? <laughs> right. We got Manute the whole way down the court. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that's how it went. You just say, hey, it happened. Yeah. And you know, Kyrie, those shots that he was hitting, is he capable of hitting them? Absolutely. They were extremely tough shots. Mm-hmm. And when you, Face a guy like Westbrook, Kyrie, Gil, those guys, Steve Francis, the, you know, Steph when you're the deep, Stephon Marbury, and you say to yourself, man, hats off to you. But the chances are, are you going to do it four times out of seven? And I, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I just don't think so. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? What do you get two guys think about the demoralizing factor of last night? The, fa- the, the families was there. To Golden State? Yeah, the families was there. When the friends was there. When you're a champion, none of that stuff matters. You know, I, I just, I mean, you, just to play champion, devil's advocate, because I think it's over tomorrow, I think it's over tomorrow as when, well. When you're a champion, you know, it's one of the most overused cliche that is true. When Rudy Tay said, and I said it in the group, when you said, you never underestimate the heart of a champion. Mm. And I remember when people came out when the, the okay, sports talk, the OKC and the group was done, and they said, do you think they're going to win? I said, I didn't say I think they're going to come back, but I do tell you I won't count them out. I, and that's because they are a champion. And and that's once you have proven that pedigree and you have that, I'm not going to count a championship team out until they have actually lost. Same thing like when the Spurs was getting run off the court by OKC. It doesn't look good. But when I sit here and say I'd be shocked if San Antonio came out and just like, no. So the, when you talk about the demoralized, I don't think champions and I don't think that they worry about that. The only thing they worry about is championships. I, I, um, I'm going to tell you when I picked Golden State at all. And I was, I, I was, I picked Golden State at the beginning of the season. And then I was like, there's no way they're going to win as many games and then win the championship. When they had to win, it was like four games left. And they to had this to, to get to 73. And they went out and showed that heart to get those. I said, and yo. San Antonio. Yeah, I said, they're going to win it. That's when I put all my eggs in the basket, all my money, whatever. They're going to win. It. When I watched that, because that's not just talent. That's heart. That's called girth. That's when you just put your hard hat in your, in your right arm and get your lunchbox in your left arm and you Exercise, you're going to, you're going to work. Yep. And that's what they did. They did. And, and, and while none of us, or I'm not so sure, but I know majority of us in this barbershop are not huge Draymond fans. I'll give Draymond that. I, I think that he is the engine of that he's department. That. I think he's they, that they, engine in terms of, you know, guys, we're not losing tonight. They went, they went into last night with one arm tied behind their back. If you watch the game, it wasn't that much talking on defense. That's Draymond's job. Wasn't that much talking on offense. That's Draymond's job. Draymond's job. Timeouts on the bench after Kerr get done talking. Draymond talks. What that that was not there. 
which is why that pissed me off after watching the game this morning. Like, yo, Draymond, you really effed your team. Like, really, you really did that. It's the, it, the little things that a guy like Draymond does, tangible stuff, where it does might not show up in his box score, it'll show up in Harrison Barnes' box. Score. Yeah, it'll show up. In, <laughs> You've you know been what killing I mean? Harrison Barnes. No, because he's been killing the team. I mean, but I, that to me was one of the most exposed situations. I I really can't think of another scenario where a guy. The only thing I can think of is, is like when um when a one in the world was on the Jeremy Lin train, and then the MVP point guards came through and cooked the dude. Every single he got night. by Mario Chalmers. Dude, no, he got, it was, I remember going through it with him, and every night my man was hitting me up. And the thing is, I will say, I don't want to take anything away from Lynn. Lynn was like, he did have the streak where he was like, I mean, sure did give Colder on 25 and 3, you know what I mean? Oh, he, he, you know killed, I mean? he like, killed Derek Fisher. Yeah, like, yeah, he cooked Derek Fisher, you know, and it was just like, I mean, he's cooking these guys. And then, and then, and then, and then it was Chris Paul. Then it was, uh, Darren, Darren Williams, the one, yeah, not the Rondo, guy. two double, Rondo two triple doubles. Rondo a triple double in the first half. He gave him back and gave him another, <laughs> a completely separate triple double in the second half. I said, I, I didn't even know that was possible. Man. Darren Williams, not Utah Darren Williams, washed up broken ankles Darren Williams. They that man overpaid, overpaid Darren Williams. Darren Williams hadn't had 40 in like three years. Gave that man 40 on a bum ankle in three quarters. Like, that's the type of exp- – and, and it was Chris Paul, and then it was – because it was like, you guys keep mentioning somehow this man is snuck into the top five point card debate. Oh, it was You bad. know what I mean? They was like, all right, well, we're about to show him what the top five point cards do. And they cooked that guy for three months – I mean, three weeks straight. It was just like, mm, 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 mm. This ain't holding Mel- on anymore. Melvin Crabhouse. Melvin Crabhouse. Derek Fish, like and you not said. a guy you, you don't know. Man, he knows crap. Was on the Jeremy Lin train. And we were in the, in the, in the, in the first group. And, and this is when, when Miami was coming to town. And I said, this is it. I put in the group, Jeremy Lin's done tonight. Because it, it was pissing me off. Because he had just hit the, the shot on Dirk Fisher. I, yo, I said, and I'm so crying. I said, Mario Chalmers will outscore Jeremy Lin. Book it. He's going to outplay Jeremy Lin. And this is Mario Chalmers. Like, Mario Chalmers is movie, movie gifts. Uh, that, mediocre is yeah. kind. And I said, listen. I, said, I kept telling people, I said, yo, he can't go left. He can't go left. You're not going to do this against LeBron and Dwayne Wade. They're going to push you left. And Jeremy Lin looked so pedestrian against Miami. And then, then the gravy train came. And then it got ugly. <laughs> you got all played by Mario they, they, Chalmers. They, they was full, full court pressing Jeremy Lin. Uh, it was embarrassing. Because he was getting all that, he was getting all that hype. And it was like, remember the talk was because Melo was out. Melo was going to have to adjust, oh, adjust to Jeremy Lin. Skip Bayless. Maybe you should trade Melo. That's, that's what you can and build around Jeremy Are you going to fit in with uh, Jeremy yeah, Lin when you come you know back? What? You get rid of him. This is the chance to sell the team and get, you know, get rid of Melo, get some pieces for him and build around Lin. I know the, you know the, you know the running thing. And then it was just like, wow. And then that being said, it came full circle. And this year I was happy to see him. He, cause, you know, like everybody. He had to know how to play basketball. The, the, the people take it one extreme and the other. It's like, no, he's not the greatest basketball player to ever live. And no, he's not the worst basketball player to ever live. So like, does he belong in the NBA? Yeah. And he, he's, the role that he's found right now on the Hornets backup or Rockets or whatever. Like, that's a good it. Backup that's point it. guard who, when he's on, cool, and he's hitting. And now the Rockets about to pay him. Now the Rockets about to pay him. So, Rockets. Rockets. The Rockets are going to pay him. Again, they already had him. Yeah, they, they, said, they said Mike D'Antoni loves Jeremy Lin. Another loser. But listen, you know, he, he was so, so bad Dantoni on the Lakers. Was yes, yeah. and he was he was so bad. When he was on the Lakers, he looked like he did not belong in the NBA. Like, he was very bad I on the Lakers. Like the basketball gods were punishing me, having me watch Dwight Howard one year and then Jeremy Lin the next. Jeremy Lin really, was very bad. I really felt like, because those are two of my worst NBA players. Dwight Howard was very bad on the Lakers, And I too. said, man, I really, said, I really wanted to know who I pissed off. Basketball world to have to watch Dwight Howard one year 
and then be sorry with Jeremy Lin on my team the next. The Lakers, you mean? Yes. But the, y'all were a playoff team when Dwight, when Dwight was uh, – that's the year Kobe went down and Dwight was – and y'all got swept in the first round, I think? Yeah, it was just – Dwight didn't deserve to put on purple and gold. You just – just certain guys – I would agree. I, and and that's why I'm, I am happy with Kobe when it came to when it was time for the sales pitch. Certain certain pr- franchises, the whole idea – you know, maybe you know, maybe the maybe the Wizards can put together a sales pitch for Dwight Howard. Maybe the you know, maybe the the Heat, maybe Celtics, Lakers. Uh, you know, these proud franchises and Kobe. I'm not begging Dwight Howard to play. You either want to play here or you don't. Period. I'm not cutting my vacation short. I'm not begging <laughs> you. I'm not joining the film. I'm not doing anything. Oh, this I, Lakers tradition is back it, perfect time. He loves Dwight Howard. The, 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 the Lakers are a great franchise. Whether they stink right now, but the Lakers and Celtics. This is what the NBA is built on, and they, don't, they definitely don't need to be begging Dwight Howard for anything to come back. And then and he come lived, back, not come back, and nothing. And it put up, and it, and it was so embarrassing to me as a Lakers fan watching Jim Buss put that billboard up. Yeah, it was just yes, 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 embarrassing. Yes, it was. Like, I'm, I'm I, with you. I was like, yeah, yes, no, Kyrie was crazy last night. I'm just sitting. I watched Jim Buss just embarrass yep. this franchise. Like, yep. Can't please, get that back. please stay. Can't get that back, it was embarrassing. Like. That's not the Laker way. You nah, do not, not for him. do that in the purple and go. Not for a guy who's never won anything. So I got off on a tangent. Y'all need to get back on yeah, it. Yeah, get back Barnes. on it. So Dwight Howard. See what Dwight Howard does? You see? He ruins the show. He ruins the show. Kyle said he like. Kyle he loves Dwight. Kyle says he's on bath salts. Kyle. He loves Dwight. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brother, brother. Kyle, what's up, buddy? Try to get you in here to talk about your cast, but the thing is, I think that you were so delusional that you, even you know, it's not good to talk from your heart. And you don't want to come on here and maybe cry, maybe try to fight one of us, <laughs> maybe break something in my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, I watched game one last year with Kyle. No, it was game, it wasn't the game. What was the game Kyrie got hurt? Game one? Yeah. Game Man, one. I really thought, I said, it's Kyle. I really thought, like, no way Kyle's going to cry. Like, it hurt him. It hurt. Like, he was hurt when Kyrie went down. I said, Wow, but if you know, he knows the young yeah, man. Yeah, he lo- he loves him. Yeah, <laughs> but I, the, 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 I understand. Him. I've been there. They, they play at the same high school. Yeah, I, I I've been there. When you know somebody and and you feel the pain with them, I've 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 had my best friend leave the field on uh, leave the field and, and and it hurt me. So I I can get that. I can definitely get that. Anyway, well, it looks like we out of time on there. Anyway, but um, anyway, so I got him out in six. You got him out in six. Yeah, I had him out in five. So okay. All right, well, that is this week's show. Thank you, everybody, for well, hold listening. on. We got a um, time ran out on that one, so this is just the audio. Now, but we can go. Oh. It won't let you go after it's like a certain amount of time. It locks you out for something. And I, can't, and I can't do it from here. Nah, only on the, on the app. Go ahead, A1. What was your question? Um, Kimbo Slice from your neck of the woods. Um, Are you from Florida? Yeah. From Miami. Yeah. Um, and you moved this cold-ass city? College Park Turks. Go Turks, man. <laughs> and you didn't think to go back home? Oh, I definitely thought about it. Wait a minute. This, this is the whole way I'm talking. Kids and all that changed all of that. Wait a minute. That's free. I, can I freestyle this for a second? You really moved here from South Beach? Yeah. First of all, nobody lives on South I Beach. I mean, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, I'm you know what I mean. South Florida, yes. You moved here. Came up here to go to College Park. Miami, Florida State, Florida. That's FAMU. Not, not a shot in hell was going to FAMU. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm just, <laughs> listen, I'm thinking one way, I think they're thinking another As Cedric, as, ain't nobody paying for that. Nobody paying for you to go to 13th grade. That, that wasn't going to happen. But I the, mean, uh, no, every, 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 literally out of my high school graduating class, I think three people went out of, out of, um, state. In Florida, nobody leaves the state of Florida at all. First of all, if your in-state tuition is like a dollar. So nobody leaves the state of Florida. So each one of those schools that you just named, Florida State, 
uh, especially UCF. UCF is actually the largest, and USF is actually the largest uh, school in the state of Florida. Yeah, my, just, um, just an extension. My boy of, and cowboy, Jamil Jones, he's assistant coach at UCF. It's just an extension yeah. of my high school, and that was, just wasn't what I was looking for. And Literally, you, it was just an extension and you pick, of my high And you picked Maryland? Uh, Why Maryland? Um, once I actually came up here, we're way off topic, but I actually came yeah, up I'm here to go to uh, on a Georgetown visit, and once I, I came here to go to a Georgetown visit, I saw Georgetown's campus, and I was disgusted and mm-hmm. i came as soon as i came through that gate and i saw that m and like you weird is you, you grow up and you watch the movies and you saw higher learning just kind of stuck out to me mm-hmm. like campus like you grass yeah you dorms and you live on campus and when you live on campus you don't leave campus you're on campus so everything that you wanted was at right, college it, park it's an actual a gate you go in and it's a city and you live in there that i went to georgetown and georgetown was slightly bigger than the development Outside, you know, it's seven extremely tall buildings, and you back and front, and you could stand on one side and see the other side of campus. And I was just like, nah, that's not what I had in mind. I'm really amazed by that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. I, I, did, I never knew that. I, like, yo, like, as soon as I saw we that have grass, we have winter here. You know that, right? I've been here. I'm well away. I know. I'm just messing. Like, like yeah. I, I went to San Diego for C school. We, you know what? Let's go to Kimbo sites. We'll talk offline. Yeah, Kimbo. Um. He he's a pioneer in terms of he's gonna be the first one where you went made yourself famous on, on off of like a YouTube like you know the, what the I mean? guys who ran YouTube oh Kimbo Slice hey, they should pay for his funeral yeah yeah I mean in terms of like here's a guy who just decided I mean he had nothing literally nothing and he's just a guy who works security and he's homeless and he says I'll fight anybody for money and and, it's, and then somebody. When somebody next to him says, hey, not only are you going to, because he was just thinking, I'll fight for money. And I just want the money for beating you. You got a guy over there who thinks going to beat him up, I'll fight him for $500. And somebody say, hey, how about we record this and forget $500. We're going to be talking $5 million. And he said, cool. And this dude went and was just fighting anybody, anywhere, put it on YouTube. And he went from being a guy sleeping in his car to one of the most famous people in the country. He's more, rec- tell you this, Kimbo Slice is way more recognizable than the heavyweight. Like you said, you, you, have somebody, yeah, you have somebody who's the heavyweight champion of the world, they might guess Kimbo Slice. You know what I mean? They can definitely, if you gave him 10 guesses, you can, Kimbo Slice will get more Slice votes than, 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 uh, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, the other one, uh, Dante, uh, Dante Wilder. He, Dante Wilder can only dream of being as famous as Kimbo Slice. The only reason I know these guys are because I'm at, Avid boxing fan. Right. If I wasn't in, I'm talking about boxing is and probably in front of football to me. So if I wasn't an avid boxing fan, I wouldn't know that Tyson Fury was heavyweight champion or Dante Wilder Jr. or the other Klitschko. You you line up and Klitschko, who's dominated the boxing for the past ten, ten years, isn't as famous or recognized as Kimbo Slice. No, Kimbo Slice probably you know one of the top most recognizable athletes in this country, and that's all over YouTube. So I mean. Again, was he, you know, a mixed martial arts? And I, I think he never once even took it anywhere serious. remotely as serious no, as no, it no. needed to be. Paycheck. And, and, and he and started it, mad. He started ridiculously too. late. And, and yeah. again, you know, he was so far behind the eight ball in terms of, you know, people who are in MMA, while it might, they're in it. And they've been in it. You know, like, they've been in it for double digit years. Yeah. And they're trained in something. And many of them are trained several years in several different things. You know, I wrestled in college. And I studied jujitsu for ten years, so I got two different things. Kimbo just, Kimbo just like man, I, I just punch people <laughs> in clubs and I knock them out. And generally, the fight lasts about ten to thirty seconds. Anything past that, your guess is as good oh, as mine. Oh, so you use your feet? Yeah. Okay, then it's not. Fun. 
Yeah, you know what I mean. So <laughs> now he wasn't an MMF fighter. His boxing record was still seven. But I mean, again, I, his I, MMA record. He had a. He was like five and three. I think, yeah. Even in MMA, I, I tell you, I, I saw that fight with him and Dada too. That was disgusting. Oh my! One that that set the sport. I, if I was uh, MMA, I would have sued both of them for 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 fraud and 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 and, and destroying my product. But um, you know, again, not to take away from what he did, and he made the most of what he had. I think Kimbo misses calling. I think Kimbo would have been better suited to go to Vince McMahon. I think he would have been oh, better have been suited huge. to go to Vince McMahon. He would have been And huge. this is one thing that I tell people. Huge. A, a, a black, marketable star, Vince McMahon will make you rich. Huge. I mean, and I think, I think Dana White kind of... You know, got in Kimbo's ear, and then he didn't end up not even really doing UFC. But I think he did one fight in UFC. Everything else was, Bell- think, yeah. was Bellatory. Yeah. You know, so I really think, I think it's UFC for him. I, yeah, I, I think Vince McMahon would have took way better care of Kimbo, and would have made Kim- made sure Kimbo took way better care of himself. You know what I'm saying? So I think I just think he missed his call. I think I think WWE Kimbo. Huge. Oh my god, he was made for that. Man, man, oh man, I think Kimbo wanted to actually fight. I think he wanted to be in there banging yeah. with dudes. Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, you know what? You're right. Bottom, I'm, a, I'm a bottom line guy, I guess. <laughs> Capitalist, you know. Yeah, that's true. I, and, uh, I, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank you for um, coming in. Hey, I appreciate man. you coming Any, in. Anytime, man. man. I like DJ, this. come back. Hope to see you soon. DJ probably won't. It, DJ, it, DJ says it's the summer, man. Hey, but it's, it's, almost time, uh, it's almost time for Midnight Leagues and Watts yeah. and Berry Farms. Yep. And, that kind of, of that. stuff, yeah. All of that. All right, guys, everybody, thank you for listening. Appreciate it, Kyle, Dean. Um, guys, appreciate it. Show with you know, thank you guys for being there and being your diehard Cleveland fans. We couldn't have done it without LeBron you fans. guys. LeBron fans, excuse me, you're right, LeBron fans. And we will have a one more show next week to wrap up the NBA, and then we'll probably be off for a little bit. Uh, I'm not gonna be doing too much baseball. Talk. It's going dark. Yeah, we'll probably take two of them. People watch baseball. Off. Not in this group. Okay. <laughs> not in this year's show. I watch baseball until after the All Star break. Not not in this year uh show. But again, thank you for everybody. If you got if you missed the whole show, you didn't get a chance to catch the whole show, excuse me, the you can catch it on the Players Voice website as well as the tune in app. Alright, thank you everybody and we'll see you all next week. Yo. Yep.